You have now entered the lab, episode 113. I am Elvis Escobar. That guy in the shades is Fort Sama. This episode, of course, brought to you by Brown Vintage. I am uh, rocking, not Brown Vintage today, I'm rocking Mackey's bro, because I, I just got this recently and tried to try multiple fits, but they're a partner of a partner. So shout out to Mackey. Uh, shout out to um, Brown Vintage, obviously, get your clothes vintage uh, online, eBay. It's lit in the link tree. As always, we promote it as much as possible. Clothes posted every single day. I think he's listing uh, anywhere from 10 to 20 new clothes, new items every single day. So go check it out. It changes every day. Um, this episode, a little delay. I'll, I'll get into that in a moment before we get to know Fort Sama's week and stuff. I have a lot to talk about my week, recapping my weekend. I had a crazy 48 hours, 36 hours uh, of my weekend. So I'll just, uh, you know, I'll just ask you how your week's going. Uh, obviously, if you're tuning in for the first time, we'll always have um, after this episode airs and debuts after it closes down. Right now we're live on X and YouTube, but once we close down, I edit it over the next hour or two, and then it will be posted um, before 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time with some timestamps so you can go through the episode. Uh, we're trying to get to 200 subs even more so definitely subscribe and like and uh, tell a friend so sports so what's going on in your life man how was your week we'll catch up we didn't talk it's good man n- another week of not really talking much which man i, ca- I, I kind of like in a way because you're doing your thing but also we get to catch up this is like real life talking yeah. shop uh so it's uh yeah. it's not pre-planned or anything so uh, i literally have no idea what you did this week so what's going on bro no man, I, I really haven't even been able to talk to anybody besides my brother. Really, we did the live on Saturday night for the UFC card, the pay per view, two ninety eight, and I've just been I've been slammed with work, man. I, it's a blessing, honestly. Even though nice. I, I have a lot more free time, but I'm still staying busy. Been back in the gym grinding. It's it's been good, man. It's been good. I I, I enjoy what I have going on right now. I'm really here for it. I feel like. Everything is trending in the right direction as far so as uneventful, uneventful in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Nothing crazy, no stories. No stories <laughs> this week, really. Nothing nothing out of pocket. I didn't have to, you know, reality check anyone. This week, everything was cool. We we just been we've been busy, man. Today we were popping because of President's Day, so kids were out of school. Everyone was out shopping, doing their thing. I worked from nine to six today. It was it was cool, man. It, it was fun. I, I I really enjoyed my time there. I'm just I'm just making my presence felt. And love it. You know, I did legs at the gym on Friday. I'm still feeling it. <laughs> I'm still feeling it, man. It's it kind of sucks because I was I was nervous to to do legs because I hadn't done legs in in a few weeks, and I knew I was I was gonna feel it. I knew I was going to feel it, and, and that's for sure. I went a little bit harder than I should have, awesome. but it it was only because kind of to punish myself because I haven't done it in so long. So I was mm-hmm. like, "All right, motherfucker, you got to get back on track. Got to do your thing. Got to got to get back with the program." So it's cool, man. I don't work till eleven tomorrow, so I'll probably try and wake up a little bit earlier. Maybe maybe hit the gym in the morning because I work all day after eleven to three, and then four to ten. But it's it's been good, man. It's been good. I'm I'm really excited to what the what the near future holds and and the long future. I I definitely see myself 
in a different spot in the next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, work-wise, money-wise, maybe location-wise, selfishly, of course, I'll always uh, accept you back to the motherland of South Florida. Hopefully, you uh, you know, things work out, things get aligned. You know, you don't want to force it, but hopefully it gets aligned where you move back here and we can do I, – I would love to do uh, in-person episodes. Quality would be better as far as flow conversations and stuff like that, what we could do, you know, in a, a neutral site or something like that. We could get more creative, but – we appreciate everybody for tuning in to the beginning of this live episode. We're a little late, so you didn't miss much. Uh, definitely comment on uh, as we go along about what we're talking about, what you want to talk about, bring up some topics, bring up discussions. We don't have not much sports going on, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of dip and in, dive into random things throughout the episode, um, and then we'll have some fun with it. Uh, my that is the truth, man. Evan. Leg day is definitely two days of pain <laughs> after, and the second day is worse than the day after. Yeah. That, that is facts. Feel you, you feel it I actually more. Did, I actually did some legs the other day because I haven't I haven't done it in like a month because we've been kind of inconsistent with the gym. So I did it, you know, a light, light leg day just to get it flowing. I got to remember to throw that into my repertoire routine. Uh, I didn't I didn't get too sore because I kept it very light. I know better. Don't go too too far in on your first day getting back when you haven't done it in a week. So I I did very light, lightweight, more reps. So. Um, yeah, sorry, uh, for the delay again, uh, I had to, everybody can relate to this. I'm sure is, uh, you know, when you let one out, I shouldn't have trusted it because before the pod, I went to, I went to the bathroom for a little bit. Uh, I went camping this weekend. I'll, I'll talk a little in detail of that. And, uh, you know, when you go camping, you, you, your body kind of knows you're not at home. You're not comfortable. So you're probably not going to go to the bathroom. It was like a, it wasn't a glamping type situation. We had access to a, a proper bathroom and stuff, but my body knows if I'm not home, it doesn't really respond unless I really need to. So I almost let one out right when I hit record. Thank God I didn't because that almost turned into an accident. I had to check my, you know, full disclosure. I had to check my draws. Uh, and good thing, uh, no, yeah, I'm in the clear. Nothing came about it. But um, from, I think I woke up Friday not feeling well. I had like flu-like symptoms. Uh, shout out Bree, of course. She helped me out lots of all day. Uh, on Friday, still went to the gym. I powered through the gym because I was like, all right, if you feel under the weather, go to the gym, sweating it out. So I wore a hoodie to the gym, try to sweat it out. Didn't make me feel worse, but as the hours went on throughout the day on Friday, it felt a little worse. So, uh, yeah, flu like symptoms, a lot of tea, a lot of vitamins, uh, the good vitamins, uh, a lot of liquids. I just felt bad. And then I had this camping thing that we were doing for somebody's birthday uh, at, uh, in Miramar, we got up, dude, it was great. The, the house is multi-million dollar house. The acreage, I don't even know. I want to say like five to six acres, probably more than that. Horses in the back, goats. We had a full-on camp site in the back. We had fire, you know, uh, barbecue, all that. But my body, I woke up Saturday morning, I think at 3 a.m. in a sweat. I went to bed. That's how I know my body is not well when I can't tell how hot or cold I am. I'm like neutral had uh, sweatpants on and a hoodie on all day and I wasn't hot or I wasn't cold. My body started to warm up a little bit and uh, I fought off the 24, 36 hour bug. Uh, maybe good thing I didn't get that uh, that jab in the, the side of the arm because my body is. Did you say you, know, you fought it off or you farted it off? I, I fought it off, but all day Friday, I'm telling you. Uh, it, it was, it was, uh, you know, it was leakage out of the, out of the bum area for sure. So yeah, that's, was, that's was, gotta be, 
It's got to be a terrible feeling, bro. It, it was definitely a like, bug everybody could relate, but what did uh, I only did what I do? I did, I did, I didn't even take medicine, honestly. I didn't take any Tylenol or aspirin or anything. I think I took Dayquil uh, when I woke up Saturday, uh, but I didn't take medicine. I just did home remedies, stuff like that. And I fought it off in 24, 36 hours. So pretty good, uh, you know, with the help. I took a bath, great bath, Epsom salts, rehooked it up. I have a picture of it. I'll, I'll show you. It's pretty, it's pretty not graphic. You know, the region's the region is covered, but I was, uh, I sat in a, a nice hot steamy bath for about an hour. And that, I, I think that was the last cure of it during uh Saturday, right before we went camping. And then camping was crazy. Camping was fun. Got to relax. Didn't feel well, but fought through it had fun. And then the next day, obviously I knew it was going to rain all day Sunday, but man, I didn't know it was going to be like a minor hurricane in South Florida where uh, we had one window to leave on Sunday morning from the camp area or the backyard. And that time was from eight to 10. We missed that because we went to bed late. So me and Bree slept in. We, me, the birthday girl, uh, Mediella, and uh, me, myself, me, Bree, and her, we all got stuck in a tent basically because we missed that window to leave. And it was torrential downpour. So we stayed up, we, we, you know, we chill, we play games and stuff like that. And then I have to load up the car. It was a poop show uh, in, in many ways, but we survived. We had fun. And that's what it is. I think going camping two or three times before this one in the real campsite, like where you don't have a bathroom and everything really trained me to like control your controllables when you're camping. If it's raining, nothing you could do. Don't complain about it. If there's bugs, don't complain about it. Like just figure it all out. I think. I'm glad I went camping a few times to, uh, to get ready for this because I think I handled it very well. Um, it was it was crazy, and that's why today I'm, my body's getting used to being home and I haven't been eating well in the last 48 hours. So uh, my body's catching up to the to the domestic life that I'm always home for. So it's been a struggle for the last 72 hours of my life. Battled through it, bro. That's yeah, Bree Bree sent some snaps in in the Snapchat chat we have. And that, yeah, it definitely didn't look fun. But when you go camping, that's one of those things you you sign up for. You know, it's possibly going to rain. You know, you're going to be in a tent. You know, you're going to be in a sleeping bag. You know, there's going to be bugs. You know, it's not going to be a normal time. But you, you're going to have you're going to have some fun. Yeah, <clears throat> I myself fun. have I myself have been kind of kind of struggling the last day or two. I woke up. What's today? Monday. I woke up Sunday, yesterday mm -hmm. at like eight something and like my jaw felt kind of stiff. I was like, what the heck? And like my shoulder was was annoyed, annoying me. And like I was just like kind of out of breath. I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, you know, not normal for me waking up. I normally wake up yeah. all right and get out, get some sunshine. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just like yesterday when I was, or Saturday when I was doing the trash at work. It was a little chilly. I didn't have a hoodie on, so maybe maybe affected my face a little bit. My my sinuses right here is kind of like mm -hmm. my nose yeah. is a little puffy. So yeah, I was talking to my mom just before, and she's like, "Oh, are you sick?" I was like, "No, I'm not sick." She's like, "You feel bad?" I was like, "No, but I don't feel normal." She's like, "Oh yeah, your voice sounds a little different. Like I can hear it." So. I've been kind of fighting some stuff too the, the last 20, 24, 36 hours. So, 
Yeah, everybody knows their body, and especially me that I don't get sick often. I know exactly. I had a, a scratchy throat Thursday uh, evening, but I thought it might be from the tea that I had, and it made me like my throat scratchy. And then when, once I woke up Friday morning, I was like, oh, no, this is something building up. But I also knew that it wasn't going to turn into anything more than what it was, so that's why I attacked the problem. Like I said, I went to the gym, tons of tea, tons of vitamins and all that, and there's ways to fight it other than just – generic medicine and all that because you know that's a quick fix or that's sometimes doesn't fix your problem for my body it responds to more like home remedies and and, and simple stuff um so i knew it wasn't going to be like something that i was out of commission for three days uh yeah by the time i woke up saturday i was better but having that bath and, and doing all the things that you had to do so i'm glad i got to enjoy the the camping day on on saturday and then yesterday was just a crazy whirlwind the wind was going packed the car and then left and got home and got to relax uh, the rest of the day. So uh, fun weekend, but it took a couple of days, uh, you know, now that it's Monday, it took a, a, another day for me to recover from that. But now I'm back into my weekly routine. I'm going to Panthers game uh, tomorrow night. Uh, my boy, I, I, Emilio that I met at the Panthers game, he's a part-time season ticket holder. He hit me up like, wait, where you been last week? He's like, oh, my birthday's Tuesday. You come to the game. I'm like, damn. So, yeah, I was thinking about going to the game this week because I haven't been to a game in like a month or so. I was like, all right, now I'm, I'm going to go to the game, chill with him. He's got a bunch of people going. Uh, now Drew just hit me up. He's going to go to the game. I just got tickets uh, like last minute, just trying to figure it out. But uh, that should be fun. Uh, but I'm glad I'm able to gotta, do Got to hit, hit up Keem Centrics. Yeah, I'll probably hit up people soon and uh, see who's going to the game uh, and have some good. fun because – Panthers are on fire. Panthers are first in the East. I think now uh, Boston won today. So they are, uh, let's see, they are right now, they are second, but only by points. So if they win tomorrow versus uh, a very low-end team, Ottawa, they should be back in first place. But they're, they've been fun. They've won 10 road games uh, in a row. They um, the, the NHL record is like 12. So they got two or three, and it looks like they could do that if they continue to play. But, man, the Panthers, now that the the Nets are basically, you know, either if they either not going to make the playoffs or uh, just going to get into the play-in and they probably won't win a game. They just fired their head coach. It's kind of like a shit show. So I'm glad I have the Panthers to root for and watch because it's good quality uh, sports and and uh, something I can watch now, uh, obviously, with uh, baseball coming back a little bit little bit of uh, excitement going into the summer and the spring. So um, different change of scenery as far as sports. Now the football has gone, but we'll uh, until the lab, we'll continue to provide content as best we can, non-sports related. Yeah, that was another thing weird about yeah. yesterday, man, being Sunday and, and no football on. It was the first Sunday with, with no football. It was, I think that definitely hindered what I had going on and affected me subconsciously. Oh yeah. I was like, man, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think so. It was a weird day yesterday, man. I don't know what, what it was. It was a weird Sunday. Saturday was long, man. I just, how was the weather by I, you guys? It's, it's been gloomy, bro. It all day rain. It's been gloomy, gloomy, overcast, not much sunshine. I feel like I'm in fucking England, bro, or Seattle. It's trash. Yeah, it's trash lately. Chilly, cold, windy. Not what's yeah. up, man. Not what's up. If we got some sunshine, it's been for a little bit, but lately, the last half the week, it's been it's been pretty trash. 
Yeah, it didn't rain all week uh, last week. It's kind of been very good temperature-wise down here. We just had one full day of rain, and uh, it, we needed it. Uh, my grass could use some some water, a lot of water. But, um, yeah, so bounce back, uh, like I said. Episode one thirteen. We'll uh we'll we'll throw some topics our your way and then uh you know comment you know share uh share some things we had. We had the NBA All Star uh, weekend this week. Uh, it was different for me. Like I said, I was kind of out of touch with things on Saturday. Did you tune in back on Sunday? Very lightly. Um, yeah, I didn't tune in at all. I kind of want to talk yeah. about this a little bit because yeah, let's go into NBA All Star weekend. Why not? All-Star Weekend used to be Stop top everything. two, right? yeah, top two, top three moments of the NBA season mm-hmm. and of early moments of, of the year because it, it's always around, you know, Valentine's Day, a little bit after yeah. Super Bowl. And I think it's just the dunk contest isn't what it used to be, man. I think the last good dunk contest we had was Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon that I can really remember. What was that, you know, because years I just it was a while ago. They were I both say on eight, different not teams. Knowing it, it, could been, it could have been 15 years ago, but I just threw a random you know? it seems like a good number. But well, I mean, after eight. COVID, after COVID, years just kind of just all yeah. are I, I have that in my head. Before COVID, <laughs> after COVID. That's kind of like my it was, 2020. It was before like, COVID. That's it was for definitely sure. before COVID. And then I just throw yeah. a couple more years out there and be like, all right, it's probably like yeah. 2016, 2015, you know. The the one thing I was excited about, and I, I didn't tune in because I was watching the UFC card that UFC is always going to trump anything that's, that's going on unless it's, yeah, we'll you know, get into a nice little t- recap my team, of that. My team bit. playing in a championship game or something, but yeah. Um, oh shit. This isn't hitting right now. Um, yeah. The one thing I was interested to watch, I might go wa- back and watch it on YouTube was, was that three point tournament thing that they were going to do with Steph Curry and Sabrina. Ionescu. Uh, uh, Ionescu. Yep. And I, and I said this on the pod, I said, She's gonna shoot from NBA range. She's not gonna want WNBA, and she she went and she she said, "I'm I'm gonna shoot from NBA range. I, I want I like it all to be equal." You know, I, I like it too. So I'm gonna go back and watch that. I, I didn't really see too much on Twitter. The most stuff I saw on Twitter was, you know, the the dunk contest. Jamie Jack was Jr. dunking over Shaq. That was pretty cool. How the court looked. They put the Mexican flag on him when he did on the court when he did one of his dunks. That's cool. He had a customized uh, Heat uh, Cultura jersey. What do you think about so the made... court now that you brought it up? What do you think I, about the I court? I thought it was cool. Did? I thought it's cool how they're going to do that. I mean, yeah. I have a video I'm going to share later on um, about. That's something you bring out once. You got to keep doing it because I thought it was very interactive, especially for yeah. the um, uh, celebrity game. They they did some fun things with it to make it more about like a they made it less of an actual game and made it more of like almost like a video game, which is cool because it's a celebrity game. It's supposed to be like chaos and fun, and that's why you watch it. They did a lot of cool things like that, like people on fire. So like point to a two-pointer turned into six points and stuff like that. Oh, I so love nice. that. Like that's how you just create a bunch of yeah, like they gotta, chaos with they it. Gotta you know? bring in, they got to bring in more things to it because it is a new generation. It is a new new era of things. Yep coming into light with, with social media with with the ai stuff that's that's insane right now i got a few videos i'm going to share about that but i don't know man i don't know what it is i don't know if it's just now the all-star i, I forget what page posted it but they were saying should should the winner of the nba 
all-star game get home court advantage for the finals? And I'm like, hell no. That should nope. definitely not happen because none of these players take it serious. I mean, Anthony Edwards said he was going to shoot left-handed the whole game. Did he or did he not? He did I don't that know. in I the skills watch. competition. I've seen one highlight. He was shooting he was left-handed. Shooting lefty. Yeah, shooting That's lefty. not good. That's not a good they look took, for the NBA. Yeah, they took his props down, his uh, points over under. They took it down on, on FanDuel and DraftKings, and uh, it dropped down a lot. It dropped down from like 16 and a half to like, I think, 12 and a half. Don't quote me on that. But, I mean, that, that right there just goes to show you how lightly these players are taking it. And also, at the end of the day, when these players are playing in regular games, they're competitive to to a, to a, to a part, but – yeah, when it's when it's the All Star game, you can really see that most of these guys are are really friends and they're cool with each other. And I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, just fifteen, twenty years ago, it was they always got together as as friends or whatnot. But there was more competitive fire. Like, you you wanted to win that game. Now they're just like, oh, I don't I don't really care. I'm out here to you know, showcase my shoes, showcase my brand, showcase what I have going on, showcase my fit. And I think that's what the NBA has turned into the last five years. And I, I hate to say it. Uh, one thing that, you know, where, where social media giveth, social media taketh away. Because I believe that if you look, if you track how big social media has gotten and how the NBA weekend has gotten, it's Quality of NBA weekend has gone down as social media goes up uh, for many reasons. I think some of the reasons are uh, the athletes feel a lot more pressure, you know, to embarrass themselves or, you know, uh, you know, the, the the pressure of being in a dunk contest and getting booed and and having that clip out there, which, in my opinion, uh, you know, if that's how you're going to think about it, it's just a natural human thing to do, I guess, think about. Uh, but it, it's, you know, you, you were, we're talking about humans here that they don't want to be embarrassed or they don't want to put them thing too many things but, on film. You know, but also, J- bro, Brown got criticized a lot for his dunks and he got booed. <laughs> <laughs> he got booed at the first but, ever like time. But, bro, what are we really even talking about here? We talk on this podcast about it all the time. You got to be comfortable with yourself. You got to you got to be able to make fun of yourself. If we can do that as as regular humans that are not making as much money as these dudes are yeah and are not on the same level as these dudes are like bro who cares if you got it like that shit who cares bro (laughs) like go out there we know you can dunk we know you can do crazy ass shit so if you fuck up a dunk like it is what it is clip it it doesn't matter i saw something about kendrick perkins and all them boys talking about how how lebron ruin the dunk contest and of course everything's always going to come back to lebron because he's been the face of the league for the last 20 plus years as if what and, if he would have participated <clears throat> in it that would yeah because he never he's never wanted to, to participate level. in it he's never wanted Zion to do it could have taken it to another could, level as well yeah yeah i mean we had we had a lot of prolific dudes do the dunk Has john moran never been years. in it no, I don't think so. John Moran could have taken it but to see, that like, next they, they a few like, guys out they also there. Did like a team, they did a team dunk contest a few years back with John Wall. And I forget who else was in it. But like, They tried to change it up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because you, you go and watch highlights of high school dunk contests and college dunk contests and, and stuff like that. And these dudes are actually doing crazy shit. And it could be because there's no pressure on them. I mean, the NBA is, is out here bringing out Mac McClung. They're parading him. They bring him out once a year for this dunk contest. The dude's not even in the league. Yeah. 
So so it could bring some hype to the dunk contest. I don't like Honestly, that. Honestly, I've watched zero. I watched it should zero just minutes be of the dunk dudes contest, in the league, even online. Like just be dudes in the league. There should be tryouts for yeah. the dunk contest. Honestly, like I mean, Jamie Jackos did his thing, but at the same time, Heat fans know who he is because he's been balling. If you, if you're a big NBA fan, you you kind of know who he is because he's been balling. But casual NBA fans, they don't really know who Jamie Jackos is. You know they're not tuning in to to watch him dunk for that. And well, then you I will got say Jalen Brown dunking over Kai Senate, who's four foot tall, sitting down gets a higher score than Triple J dunking over Shaq. Uh, I mean, it's a yeah. popularity contest. Kenny Smith was getting some backlash. It's it's just it's all over the place, bro. It's all over the place. It's, it it's good be... for social media, and 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 I think as a viewer. Uh, if I wasn't busy, you know, if I wasn't out of my house and I was home, I probably would have watched it all. I would have consumed everything. Well, you have but seven TVs, right now, so yeah, you, yeah, I could have managed it. But I think to the average fan, they're just like, you know what? Instead of sitting through that whole three-hour thing, I'll just catch what's trending on Twitter and just go on and watch it. Which the NBA has right. done a great job of social media and getting content out there fast. That's the gift and the curse of social media. So you're not going to get a few, a few, uh, like a, a real <laughs> fan base watching it. But I think uh, I think the the dunk contest and the 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 accolades of all the or the spectacle of the All Star Weekend has died down. It matured at its height. They're not taking that shit Aaron serious. And Scotty Barnes out here losing his dribble. He's taking behind the back shots. Like yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's just not it's not what it used to be. It's lost his lore and it kind of sucks. Anthony Edwards said it. He he, the, he and he was honest. And I love Anthony Edwards because. That's somebody he's never gonna sugarcoat something, and uh, I respect him not only I on love the that. floor, yeah. off the off the floor. It's like he was like, we come here and we. It's a long season, eighty two games. Now there's pressure to play in more games, not miss. Two, you know, everybody's gonna get hurt. You know, no matter who you are, right. you're gonna get. Uh, you're probably gonna miss anywhere from six to ten games, regardless of the season, whether it's a big injury or not. You're gonna that brings yeah, you. Yeah, you gotta rest, what? bro. That brings you to seventy five games. That means you could only miss ten more to uh, now qualify. For 65, they made it a new thing. Yeah. If people don't know, 65 games puts you into all NBA and all the accolades, and that is a major pay grade uh, when you have to negotiate I'm, your deal. So uh, people look at this I'm as a cool rest, and, and they should rest. You know what I mean? Yeah. They call it the all-star break, but the all-stars aren't breaking. I'm cool with if you miss a certain amount of games, you can't qualify for awards because at the end of the day, what makes – we talk about this too – what makes a player valuable? being able to play and being there for your team and yeah. getting the most amount of minutes and showing up. But when that starts affecting how much they're paid, getting paid, like Halliburton, he, if he misses two more games, he's going to lose out on 40 million. Once you start going into these players' pockets, yeah, they already have a lot of money, but we're not talking about one, two, three million. We're talking about 40 mil, bro. That's, yeah, that's something that could make or break you, you know, 10 years down the line, once you're retired, you might need that. You know, that's something yeah. that he could – he's got kids later on. He could put that into his kids or, or whatever. But I'm cool with the part where they lose out on awards. You got to show up. You know, you can't you can't be MVP and only play 50 games. You're not an MVP. You missed a third of the season. So I'm Yeah, cool the NHL that, but... tried to do something, you know, to go along with this uh, all-star to make it – more competitive these guys is you throw money at it. I think the NHL did it with the skills, their skills competition where uh, Connor McDavid is, <coughs> excuse me, like the best in the league. And he's 
skill wise, he's the best athlete they have in the league. And they put a million dollars and he won a million. And for hockey, uh, they don't make as much as NBA players, you know, hockey players. I think the best player makes anywhere from, you know, 10 to 12, 11 to 13 million per year. So giving them $1 million, meaning that's 10%, 11% of their salary to the best player, meaning somebody else to win in, that could be like 20% of your salary. I think the NBA is going to have to give these three point contests and these dunk contests, like a big purse. I'm, I don't mean 1 million. I'm, you're going to have to do two or three mil. And they I mean, can pull together look at what cash, they, put it look at what they did with the in-season tournament. Second yeah. team, second place got 250 and, and first place got 500 K. You saw Braun balling out for that 500 K. And that'll only some go those, up. That'll only yeah, go up some, with advertisement and, and, and how serious they take. I think, I think it also affects with, you know, just the NBA where it's at as a worldwide league. I don't, I mean, I don't watch too much hockey, so I'm not sure, but I don't think hockey is as big around the world as the NBA is. I think once hockey it's, it's gets bigger, I don't become, think hockey players, yeah, they're starting, yeah. it's big I don't in think like hockey Eastern players Europe are getting like as big endorsements either outside of, yeah. you know, their they lack personality hockey. from a, from a right. fan so, point of view. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think they're getting those endorsements as NBA players have. Like there's really not much, hockey like what's the word accessories you can wear on the ice like nba players you, you got your shoes that you could rock That's stuff like that yep. you know so hockey like it's just it's just really skates or like a yeah. hockey stick i don't know bro I like i said i don't watch much no, hockey, but so not I'm only not really that sure they can just, accessorize. Just, it's uh, yes i agree with that but i think it's uh for hockey now that i've watched now um i've watched Every Panthers game, not only watched, I watched the highlights of the games. I just started rewatching the game I, I missed on Saturday. The, the Panthers uh, beat their rival, the Lightning, uh, nine to two. So, nine to two. Yeah, only, I've seen that. Yeah, the only thing to do with hockey wasn't isn't selling merchandise, it's more about like personalities and social media is relatively new. It's still, you know, big time social media is only like five to eight years old as far as taking advantage of brand identity and, and your own entity as a brand. Uh, so I think hockey players are like the last MLB players are kind of figuring that out slowly. I think they just need more personalities in the game because to me, in my opinion, uh, hockey is like the most pure sport as far as a team sport that I watch right now. And I watch it all. Trust me. It's, it's, it's pure. It's everybody's about the team. They're not about themselves. That's the pros. And the that could be a pro and a con where it's like, you're too much about the team. You're too unselfish where, you know, people like drama. People like, uh, you know, that big time personality, especially in America. We love that. We thrive on it. Even if we criticize it, we still love it. So I think. Don't uh, want peace. Little, I want problems. Little, little by little, I think uh, NHL will build up to that. They'll learn it. Uh, obviously, NHL, uh, NFL and uh, NBA has mastered that marketing point of view. But NBA weekend. uh yeah, it's it's going down. There's not too much you could change. You you almost got to bite the bullet. It, uh, sometimes things mature at its highest, and then it's all down. We can't compare this weekend to, like you said, the Aaron Gordon weekend and everything. You just got to hope that, you know, eventually people tune in. But they're still making money. They're not they're not losing money. So it's not like no. I'm going to feel bad for them or so anything like you, that. You think you think financial is is the main way to fix it? Give these players some. Yeah, sort it's probably of the, it's probably the last thing. It's literally the last thing I think they could do because uh, I think they've been holding out on that purse, that big game purse, because they probably have it in the back of their head. Like, 
all right, the only way we're going to get big, big time guys, if we have a $3 million purse to win the dunk contest, 5 million, and you don't want McClung winning a dunk contest and winning three mil. Like, yeah, that's cool. Good for him. But you would hope that a, a John Morant, which I'm sure he's not going to do it anymore. Well, she's still young. He probably should, he could Jalen Brown being in it. Um, Maybe what what for the dunk also, contest was supposed to be a good thing, but now that he performed poorly, now maybe top tier athletes are like, ah, he didn't perform that well, and he got criticized. Probably not worth it. My time, probably not worth the money. Also, they went back to East versus West this year. Yeah, I think the next thing yeah. is America versus the world. They already do that That's with probably. rookies and yeah, but, and, probably, yeah, but sophomores, not, right? No, but it's, no, it's no, not no, the they, same. They change it. They change it with See, the uh, rising they're doing, stars. They're doing too many changes also. I know. They're trying so to figure out broke, what works. Fix it. They're trying to figure out what works. I think this year with the rising stars, they did um, uh, they did NBA versus G-Leaguers or something like G -League, that. G-League, yeah. I've and G-League won. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, they're trying to change it. I, don't, I, I love change, but eventually you just got to stay to it. And the NBA is always uh, very innovative, innovative, so I'll never – criticize the NBA because they're very willing to change and and to realize all right something's not working like they did the uh, east and west again which I think they should stay with the east and west because they realize it's the same two vote getters winning every single year LeBron and Giannis or uh KD and Giannis nobody else Curry so it's always the same go uh you know captains of the team so changing it east and west I like that it gives like a little fandom to who you want but uh, yeah, it is. It is what it is. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but so I didn't well before we get off the topic. Since since yeah. we're talking about NBA and, and All Star break, and you know how you just said about the NBA being uh, pretty innovative, I haven't watched this video. I don't know if you have. I just sent it to the pod page on Twitter, DM'd it. It was Adam Silver and Victor Wembanyama, and he was showing some new AI thing. I'm gonna share the video. I'm watching it for the first time. Uh, I don't know if, if you've seen it before. Have you seen this? Uh, I started to watch it, but I didn't really watch the full thing. It's a minute and a half. So It'll be my first time watching it. We'll, we'll tune in together. I know from our earlier, earlier conversations, you love technology. <clears throat> a bit of a hobby yourself. To me, I often think the NBA is like a great movie. By the way, what's your favorite basketball movie? Um, I like that French movie, Hoosiers. Um, <laughs> I mean, the coach kind of reminds me of Coach Park. You know what? Let me trade myself. Okay, go for it. NBAI. Play Hoosiers. Peut-être que tout le monde avait raison. Peut-être que nous sommes pas à notre place. On les Victor, um, that's actually an American film. Parts of it, you know, it's based in Indiana. Parts of it were filmed right down the street here. Mm. No, definitely French. <laughs> you know what? I'm kind of a fan of Spider-Man. Do you think we could watch an NBA game like it's a Spider-Man movie or something? Uh, well, you know, NBAI is new, but we'll try. So NBAI, show me the Pacers game as if it were a Spider-Man movie. Generates, generates in real time. With the game. We need to make everything into like more than what it is. We're so unsatisfied as a society. It's crazy. 
but it's not for us. You know that, right? For it's for the younger younger generation that has to take a, a normal played game, normal, uh, you know, just standard situation, make it a little extra. And it's sad that we're almost having to go that way just to boost revenue and try to create new ways. But I I I never try to be. I think it, we've been doing this podcast or a podcast for three years now, three and a half years. And we're, we're, we're tend to be on the older side of like, damn, let's just go back to the regular programming of watching a game and keeping it simple. But uh, yeah, I mean, the top comment on that is going. the top comment on that post is nobody asked for that. We just want NBA league pass without local market blackouts. And I think that's a, one of the first things they need to fix. You yep. can't be doing all this new stuff. If, people that live in a certain area can't watch their team, their local team. That's – especially if you're paying for NBA League Pass. I mean, we have so many streaming services now where you can find a link on uh, on the internet and, yeah. and play it. But, I mean, if you're paying for something, you should be able to watch any game you want to watch. I'm not trying to watch a basketball game as if it were a Spider-Man movie. That's probably one of the last no, things no I want to do. You know, I don't. I don't want to watch a Miami Heat game as if it were, you know, a Scarface movie. <laughs> yeah, it might be cool yeah, for one time watching someone. it. Yeah, yeah, one time. You know, like a not not important game, but no one's gonna sit there and watch a, you know, Eastern Conference Finals as if it were something else. I want to watch. Sometimes the you gotta. Game. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you gotta keep it simple. Back and to the about basics, the, man. The foundation issues that people are worried about that. You know, it's like politics in a way where they try to throw a bunch of things at you to distract you from what really is the problem. From what the real um, issue is, and, exactly. And now corporate America is kind of like politics where they do the same things where let's throw a bunch of new features, new graphics, and for a day we'll be like, wow, that's so cool. They got the Apple Vision that you could do a bunch of cool things with, and, and that's cool. But, like, at the end of the day, we, we, we still, most of your fans, I would say 90% of them, 95% of them still want to just watch an NBA game and, feel like it's not coerced or the referees aren't taking advantage and, and the game rules are, are simple and yet explainable. So it's, it's thrown a lot of uh, today's technology, which there's so much technology in the last decade has grown incredibly than versus the other decade, the first decade of technology of 2000, right from 2000, 2015 was one thing 2015 and now, in less amount of years has taken on I mean, an crazy amount now. of, uh, of, yeah. Yeah. Right. COVID to now is huge. I think COVID to now has done more innovative ideas and, and gotten so to the point where people don't even have to go into work. Cause motherfuckers had nothing else to do, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we got stuck a in the house people, for pretty much a whole year, dog. A lot of, a lot of tech companies made a lot of money out. because of COVID for sure. All right, well, that's uh, that's the NBA wrap. So, um, yeah, uh, feel free to comment. Let us know uh, what other things you liked or didn't like about. Did you see? I want you to play the uh, last thing on on NBA, and it's been going viral a little bit. KD rapping a little bit. Uh, I think it's a minute okay. if you just type it in. I haven't Twitter. seen that either. Yeah, bar for bar, I listened to like 30 seconds. It wasn't bad at all, and he's always loved rap, and I think he's done low-key some rapping here and there, but he – finally like released like almost an official song type of thing and it was pretty good I, i'll i'll admit it was i think he uh 
I think he has a good passion for it. He probably does it like an outlet. He seems like, you know, him being on my team for three years, I, I kind of got that where he plays a game, goes home and is a homebody and likes to do whatever he does, like play video games, be on Twitter with uh, multiple burners and then rapping, I think is you got no like a side. side. <laughs> so no let's play it. And let's, you tell me what you think. Hey, yo, look, that's the piece of Bob Davis. We hit another layer. When she speak to me, it's like she's saying prayers. I feel like Randy Boss when he was on the Raiders. Man, they love the haters. This woman's so fine, I give her cash payments. Maybe I'm just so glued to the basics. I wanted more room, so I copped a crib sitting adjacent. Uh, in this whole world, I'm Freddie Jason. I'm sitting in the places of great but never complacent. Yeah, maybe I'm a stoner. Yeah, I took that long walk up the hill that made me alone. And nah, baby, I don't like being humble. I hate with mongrels. Gotta pay attention. I don't know if that was a full clip, but the flow is good, you know, for not being a rapper. The you flow can, is good. We've seen, we've seen a few NBA athletes uh, cough, cough, uh, what is it, Carl Anthony Towns or, no, Aaron Gordon try to spit, and it just sounds horrible. Yeah, Dame Dollar is is pretty good. Dame Dollar is respectable. You know, NBA players, they always say, NBA players want to be rappers. Rappers want to be NBA players. Yeah, rappers want to be ballers. Ballers want to be rappers. Yeah, I mean, I think think hip-hop culture and and basketball, not just the NBA, but they they coincide, you know, because – Yeah, that urban life. culture. Yeah, yeah, they – no. A lot of rappers come from the same town as a lot of NBA players and vice yep. versa. You know, mm-hmm. they, they have a certain demeanor to themselves. They Most of them come from, you know, certain areas. They come from the mud. They come from having nothing to, you know, superstardom. And then they have that in common. So, yeah. But, no, the flow is good. The flow is good. It seems like he has a passion for it. But... I'm here for it if he wants to drop an album. That's cool. At the end of the day, like we said, these these guys are human too. You know, they they can have their hobbies. They can have something off the court they like to do in the offseason. Focus on focus on hooping. I'm like, my my man can't have another life. He can't have hobbies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are you you talking about? You you don't go home and you work and you have a career and you don't have anything else you do. You loser. Like that's why I hate criticism like that. Focus on one thing. It's like the reason why they could focus so much on one thing is like. People forget, like Michael Jordan, like was a full time golfer and gambler in his off time. Like, man, like, this man, so this man went and played baseball, bro. He took time literally off, and did well. You know, he <laughs> did played another decent. sport. <laughs> you know, he, he retired for a year and a half just to go play baseball because it it was his childhood passion that he told his dad he'd yeah. always do. People forget about that, and it's like, God forbid, LeBron did that. Imagine LeBron did that five years ago. Uh, nah, you know what? I'm gonna go play volleyball. I'm gonna go play. <laughs> I'm gonna go play it's football. Like we would criticize LeBron so much right now. Like, thank God Jordan yeah, did that. Killed in, like, not on social media. Eric, in the 90s. yeah, he was able to play with that stuff. One thing, yeah, uh, no, I, do, for it. I did want to go into UFC nine, uh, 298, but before we go into that, talking about you know, uh, NBA players want to be rappers or people having hobbies. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, obviously, nope. in there. Wants uh, you know he has his own empire. He's uh, top five, top eight, whatever in the world of most wealthiest human beings. Uh, before we get to a video that will show you of Mark Zuckerberg 
in UFC that was complete went completely viral and people say he's not a human. He's a he's you know he's AI himself. Well, we've we've said that back in utility players days. Yeah. Ben Ben said that. He was like, Yeah, Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg, these guys aren't they got they got Asperger's. You know, they're they're socially awkward. That's why they're able to take most people aren't the most, uh, you know, either you're a, a very social butterfly or good with words and quick minded or you're a nerd. And most people don't have both. Uh, and if you have both, you're you're a lethal weapon in a good way. You're like you're 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 profound. So some some geniuses like Elon, he might not be able to have a conversation that sounds, you know, like you would talk with your boys. Same with Mark Zuckerberg. But guess what they can do? They can. They, they are geniuses and they they do have that uh 0.0001% of uh what we're able all to do. But uh one thing I wanted to say before this because I watched the uh, the owner of the the Phoenix Suns go on the Pat McAfee show last week and it got me thinking and he wore he's a uh he's worth I think 40 maybe 40 billion something like something crazy. He's a tech he guy a, too, right? Yeah, uh Matt uh, Matt Ishba uh, and he was a former athlete, D1 athlete, played for Michigan State, and now he was into mortgages, and that's how he became a billionaire. Wow, okay. And it's funny, you watch how these billionaires uh, dress. No jewelry, no designer no. clothes. They got a hoodie no. on. They got maybe a snapback. You know, the Utah Jazz is a billion dollar. He's young. He's in his 40s. This guy's in his 40s. Like, they dress regular, and it's just so crazy to me when I see these billionaires, thousandaires, or people that don't have money, but they invest all of it in a in a chain and all this. I'm like, man, it says something yeah. about a billionaire. You look at a billionaire walks in a room and you don't know, you will not know based on how they're dressed, how much money they are. You want yeah, somebody that's trying, you know exactly. You the more flashy yeah. you are, probably the 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 less you have. I'm telling you, bro, it's crazy. In yeah, it's day, funny it's you so said crazy. that because. Something that stuck with me, it's it, it stuck with me still to this day. I used to work at a law firm. It was one of my first jobs. I was in high school still. 2000, late 2010, 2011, I started. I was a, it was my junior year going into senior year that summer. I started working there. And I had never met the dude one of the partners, his name was Glenn Jed. It was Ellis Jed and Bodden. Ellis was his wife, Rhonda Ellis, Glenn Jed, and then they had a dude, I think his name was Mark. Mark Bodden? I forget what his name was. He was a Jamaican lawyer. He was cool as fuck. But the first time I met, no, sorry, second time I, I seen him, because the first time I met him was my mom and I got in a car accident, and we went there, and he gave us a settlement check and she kind of helped me get the job. She's like, Oh, you guys hiring? My son needs a job, blah, 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 blah. And he, he uh, hooked me up. The second time I seen him, he pulls up in his red Ferrari. I'm like, damn. All right. That's one thing Obviously, they always have. They always have nice cars. Yeah. I'm like, all right, this, I, I know he that. got bread. I know he got bread because he's a partner and he's a lawyer. So I know he got bread. He gets out. This dude is wearing a white t-shirt. It's got coffee stains on it. He's wearing ripped up jeans. And he's wearing sandals. And this guy has his own private jet. He's got his own law firm. And he's got a Ferrari. No chains. Nothing like that. Coffee stained white tee, V-neck. 
ripped up jeans and sandals. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, yo, what the hell is this dude doing, bro? You know, so that that stuck with me, bro. <laughs> it's funny you said that because I just thought of that shit right now. But yeah, you see, you do see the contrast. Like you see Mark Cuban. Whenever Mark Cuban's on podcast, he's just wearing a regular ass T-shirt. It, it's most likely a Mavs T-shirt or whatever. He's wearing some jeans and he's wearing. I think Mark Cuban is with Skechers or something. He'd be wearing yeah, Skechers yeah, yeah. Or, or some shit like that. You know, so that that is true. That that is a good point. Show that video I'm out here wearing fucking chains out. and shit. Shit, my chain. I, I got no shame. I'll tell everybody my my two chains. Yeah, my that I rock every day is my from Amazon. Fake, I paid I paid thirty four dollars for this one, twenty seven for this. I don't I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I just wear it like, as Yo, an those accessory. Are some nice I'm chains. Not I'd be like, I'd be like, they fake, bro. <laughs> don't try yeah. to jack me. For real, the cavity that I filled in my. In, uh, last month is worth more than and worth more than more than my chains. That's for sure. Is this the one you're talking about when he's uh, yeah. octagon side <laughs> with Volk? Yep. Look at his hands. Watch his hands. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Good. He has no idea. Want me help you? He's like trying to grab shit, bro. Not gonna lie though, that would be me if I was in that situation. Like honestly, you know. You're out of you're Honestly, out of place, so you don't know what to do. You're out of your they tell you what you're there. So I would be doing. I, I laughed at it, and I I'm, you know made fun of them uh, to myself as much as anybody else did. But I'm not ashamed to be like I'd probably do the same exact thing. Like, uh, what do I do with my hands? You always feel like when you're in an awkward situation, what do I do with my hands? Do I? And it, so I don't even blame him, but it's just so funny how he always tends to feed into how awkward he is. But that's just him. Billionaires are awkward. But, yeah, no, he's he's a big MMA fan. He's a big UFC fan. He he's yeah. trained with he probably Israel beat my ass in, a, in a fight, so he's, that's for sure. He's trained with with Volk, so that's why he you know he was in his corner or you know right there with his team. That's pretty cool, you know. Like, like we just said, maybe Zuckerberg isn't, but these guys are human. Zuckerberg very well could be an alien, but very well he's got he's got his uh he's got his thing. And he, he likes that shit, so that that's cool. I mean, he wants to experience different things. Go into your um, you know, quick. Let's let's call it five minutes. Five minutes of a UFC breakdown. UFC uh, two ninety eight. Uh, give me a recap of uh, how the night was. Man, UFC two ninety eight. Man, what a card, bro! What a fucking card. That shit was stacked, pretty much from from the prelims on. I didn't really catch too much of the early prelims or, or the prelims. I was still at work. Um, I got home. And just chill for a little bit. I was mad tired, so I was I took I was in and out, like nodding off, you know, waking up here and there. But let me hold on. Let me pull up the USC page just so I can have yeah. everything in order. While you pull that up, I will say, uh, even though it's a camping trip, and you know the vibe of it was let's have a camping in somebody's backyard and we disconnect. Like I said, we had uh, uh, access to uh, outside, you know, bathroom that the the house had. But for the most part, people didn't have like technology and all that. What did we do as uh, as a couple? Me and Bree, we bring karaoke. I brought my iPad nice. with my my speaker, and once those uh, the main card started at 10, 10 15, I powered it up, and I basically uh, I'm I'm gonna say I kind of saved the night or gave a little twist to the night because I put that <laughs> iPad on full of the you know uh, I you know I legally streamed it. I'll just say that, wink wink. Yeah yeah yeah. And uh, I had all of you a had sudden a few people split the pay per view. Exactly. On the small little iPad I had, I had 
like 15 people around me watching the fight. So it was a good vibe. I was, I was glad to contribute to the, uh, the party uh, in that way, but go ahead, break it down for us. Yeah. So we went live myself and, and the Cuban, John Anik, Dayquaz, Fort David before. Uh, oh, I see that. Somebody the... told me they were like, Oh, your podcast is live right now. I was like, Oh damn, they are. I didn't even know that. <laughs> that was funny. First fight of the main car was Anthony Hernandez, Roman Kapalov. Roman Kapalov, big up-and-comer, but still kind of new to the UFC. And it showed a little bit. You know, he he uh, fought a top 15 guy in his division, Anthony Hernandez. He, he got finished, rear naked choke. There's a nice clip of Anthony Hernandez when he has that rear naked choke on, on Kapalov, and he knows it's deep pause. He knows he's got it. He knows dude's about to tap, and he's just like this. He's like nodding his head like, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. He got the dub. I think Kapalov just comes back and, you know, faces another maybe unranked guy. He's going to have to just because he, he he's not ranked now or he wasn't ranked before. But he, he's a good fighter. You don't mess with them Russian cats. But once you get into that top 10, top 15, you, you, it changes up a little bit. I love this fight right here, Marab and Henry Cejudo. Cejudo is – one of the goats in the sport, man. He's, he's a triple C. He was double champ. He was Olympic gold medalist wrestler. You got to give him his props. You got to give him his flowers as, as corny and, and cringe. He might be outside of, of the octagon. He's, he's an all time great. He's probably going to not probably, he is going to be a UFC hall of famer soon, but he's kind of over the hill. You know, we talked about on live how the UFC kind of did him a disservice. His first fight after two years retirement, coming back, getting a championship fight, and he still went out there and fought Adrian Sterling, who who was the champ and was on a crazy streak. Just gave him a championship fight. He he got a split decision. He got the L, but it was still a split decision. So he he still did his thing. Marab is just a unit. Marab is his gas tank is insane. He does everything he needs to do. He won by unanimous decision. Rod just keeps coming at you, bro. Pause. Like he's he, he's not gonna back down from anyone in his division. It doesn't matter. He's number two. He's probably he's gonna get a title shot after the Sean O'Malley and, and Cheeto Vera fight. Uh I don't know if any of those two guys want to see Marab. He literally picked up Cejudo on one side of Octagon, had him on his shoulder, walked him over to Dana and threw him on the ground and just held Cejudo there. Like I said, an Olympic gold medalist and ground and pound did his thing. Man, Marab is so cool. He's a funny-ass dude. If you don't follow him on Instagram or Twitter, he's always making content. He's just funny as fuck, and it, he just does his thing in the octagon. So I'm glad he won. I think Cejudo retired. He said if he loses to Marab, he was going to retire. I think it's it's just time for Cejudo to train and, and do whatnot because he does have one of the best fight IQs ever. <clears throat> of any fighter. So I'm looking forward to see who he's going to train, who he's going to take under his wing and where it goes from there. <clears throat> Jeff Neal, Ian Machado, Gary. This was probably the closest fight on the card, in my opinion. It was a split decision. The first round was real close. Second round kind of leaned to Gary. Same thing with third, third round. He, he started turning it up. Ian Gary's been getting a lot of backlash backlash on Instagram, on, on Twitter, just because of his um, his love life. And he did take his wife's last name. And his trainer, I believe, is his wife's ex-husband. And just, you know, certain shit that, whether it be jokes or not, 
<laughs> whether it be true or not, it's it's still funny and people are going to get their tweets off. I can relate. I do the same shit. But when he's in the octagon, this guy is a, this guy is one of the best fighters in the world in his division. And he, he did his thing. It was a split decision. Jeff Neal can box. Jeff Neal did his thing too. But Machado Gary was just a little too much in the last two rounds. I look forward to see what Ian Gary uh, does in his next few fights because he's now he's in that top nine, top eight range because Jeff Neal was eight. So he's probably going to jump to seven or eight in that division. I look forward to it. <clears throat> like David said, he's got that superstar factor. He's got that it factor about him. This fight, Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa, Comain. This man, there was a moment in the first round where Paulo Costa did a spinning back kick and hit Robert Whitaker right on the button. And you could see that Whitaker like stumbled back a little bit. And I thought it was wraps. But <laughs> good thing for him, good thing for Whitaker, it happened in the last like 10 seconds of the round. He kind of composed himself a little bit, threw a few punches. But if that would have been with like a minute left, I think Costa could have done some work and, and could have won the won that fight. Unanimous decision. Eh, I don't know how I feel about that. Costa, Costa is still that dude. He's he's taking a lot of time off. I think it was his first fight since Rockhold, and he hadn't fought before that since Izzy. Izzy really did a number on him like he does to a lot of fighters. But seeing seeing um Bobby Knuckles back in there. After he got knocked out, TKO'd by uh, Duplessis, who is the current champ in that division, was good. I'm glad he got his dub. So that that middle that middleweight division is, is weird because you got Adesanya, who who ran through that division for years. He's not a champ. You got Sean Strickland, who beat Adesanya and then just lost to Duplessis. That that division, I don't know. It's 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 wonky. It's got a lot going on, and I'm I'm hyped to see what happens. I'm hyped to see what the next fight is, what the next championship fight is, because we're we're going to see <laughs> that belt's been been moved around the last few fights. That boy Gravy in the building was good. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you for tuning in. Main event, Volkanovski, Ilya Taporia. Bro, I had a feeling about this. I love Volk. I'm I put five dollars down. That's the last time I'm gonna bet on a main event. I don't bet more than five dollars. And if I put five dollars, I expect to win. <clears throat> and I lost that five dollars. And that seemed like a I, lot, I, but for me, when I have a small amount in my account, it's probably like a fifth of what I have. So I was very disappointed by this. I love Volk, man. I thought Volk, you know, just um what Volk has done. He's ran through that division as well. In the last few years, he he moved up to 155 to fight Islam Makashev, and he lost both times. The first fight, questionable. He some people said that he he could have won it. I, I thought Volk won it. Second time was on super short notice. I think it was less than two weeks, maybe like a week and a half notice. He stepped in and fought because Charles the Bronx got hurt in, in sparring training camp. And he stepped in. He even said it. He said he wasn't prepared for it. He was drinking a lot. And he just wasn't mentally ready. And and for bro, for people that don't know, like mental and mentality is is a big part, probably bigger than than physical. Yeah, you got to be physically in shape to to go out there and fight. But if your mind's not right, bro, there's there's a lot of jitters. You got twenty, thirty thousand people in there. You got music. You got a lot going on around you that you might not be ready for. 
And yeah, we've we seen it. He got kicked in the dome and, and got knocked out. And then, I mean, this fight going up against Ilya. Yeah, we've seen Alex go through Max. We've seen him go through Ortega. We've seen him go through Yair Rodriguez. We've seen him go through a lot of people in that division. But I just, I think Ilya is different, man. And he he showed it. He he just keeps coming at you, pause. And he caught Volkanovski with the nasty one, too. I'm going to play it. It might get taken down, but it's short. It's worth it. I'm sorry. We don't own rights to this video. But, I mean, I got to show this. I'm going to play yeah, it real try, quick. Try to make it. If it's a quick one, it might get away with it. Yeah. If, if Ilya gets you on the fence, it's wraps for you, bro. He's starting to wear it on his nose. Another jab. Snapped it off beautifully there. Oh, mm. oh, take it down. Uh, that won't be taken. But yeah, that was, that was you quick. can see. You can see right there. You can see right there. As soon as Ilya goes like this, he's in shock of what just happened because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fighting, you're fighting Alex Volkanovsky. You know who you're fighting. You know he's a great. And. Yeah, you're prepared for the moment, and he had been confident going into it. He had been, as a lot of people were saying, cocky. But this is what he's been training his whole life for, bro. This dude's been in the MMA since he was four or five years old. They said it before. And he just has a certain swag about him. He has a certain demeanor about him that is different, that not a lot of fighters carry. And that's one thing that separates I didn't know regular, too much about him before. Regular, you know, fighters from – top 10, 15 guys, and then from those top five to a champion, that separates you mm -hmm. from, from the rest of the pack. And, and Ilya's got it. And I, I love it, bro. I, I love when there's a change of a champ because it just means the sport's progressing. That means there's more people in it. That means there's more really good fighters in the sport. And another way, too, with uh, how UFC is big about uh, not only who holds it as a personality, but what country it is. He's from Spain, which I didn't know before. I didn't know anything. Yeah. And then uh, as a Real Madrid fan, uh, Real Madrid post made a post for him, uh, him being yeah. a Madridista. You know, usually Real Madrid yeah. fans, once they know you're a fan of their club, whenever anybody in another sport does something, whether it's tennis or something like uh, golf, they'll post about you. And Real Madrid has one of the highest, like, social media followings in the world for a franchise. So well, the fact that they posted him, now it brings another entity. So he just became, not only did he become big because he won the a UFC title, but for a social media account like that to post him, it just made him a little bit more known. So people that didn't, didn't don't even watch UFC might be like, Who the, who's this? Let me check him out. So that's huge. I saw, I saw a post yesterday. It was, I don't know, 12 hours after the fight. He had gained mm -hmm. six hundred thousand followers overnight. He hey, went from well, two point three to almost three million. I didn't even know that, and then that it. goes to and my point. Okay, he's still young. He's twenty seven. There's a lot of there was a lot of comparisons. People comparing him to Connor. To Connor, right? Was, yeah, I seen that. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of shots. Yeah, tattoo wise, yeah. same age, you know. But at the, also, like, he probably studied Connor. He probably was hey, watching Connor. Everybody's you know, got everybody's got idols. Everybody's got people that they look up to. And yeah, your idols become your rivals. He called Connor out. He said, Connor, if you still got balls, you know, come and yeah. fight me. And Connor said, I got big balls. I got four kids. But I, I don't think Connor cares about that stuff anymore. Connor's chilling. He's a billionaire. He's 
hanging out on his boats, on his yachts. He's got a Lamborghini boat. He's doing whatever. I don't think Connor really – his heart's well, not in it anymore. But for me that doesn't know Buddy, if I see that and then he loses, I'm like, ah, he's a fraud. But now that he won, it's like, hey, you, no, he's you don't know in UFC. You don't he's know – I'm telling you, in, that's the one thing about UFC that I respect. You go from a quote-unquote nobody. Like I said, I didn't know him, so I'm not saying he's a nobody. But a quote-unquote nobody that he's not a household name to all of a sudden – in two, three fights, he's main eventing and and still, uh, you know, beating yeah. the best. So that's what I love about UFC. You could go from somebody that's not a household name to a household name in one fight for sure, but multiple fights. And that's your window in UFC small. Not everybody has a Conor McGregor career. Not everybody has a Volk career where, you know, they're, they're fighting at the, the highest level for five years consecutively. You have a small window. Yeah. So most of these guys have a window of one year. You know what I mean? Like think yeah, about yeah, like, yeah, you talk about the average uh, injuries is, everything is two years in the UFC. It's yeah. a lot less. It, your average career. And I say career, meaning high level fights. It could be six months. It could be one year yeah. that you have one, one pay-per-view fight and then you're done. You're in the, in the prelims now you're, so it's not as common as people think. So you got to take advantage of it. So shout out him because uh, from the hype or what he, uh, whatever he, you know, if he mimics his game or his personality after Connor, and then he calls him yeah, out, respect and it. goes out and do it, one hundred percent. Yeah. So no, it was it was a great card. The card was stacked. Now, I mean, they're already looking. Real Madrid plays in Saint Bernab. How do you say it? Bernabeu. 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 Dana, uh, Dana White already said that he's looking at trying to do. A UFC event in there. Yeah, NFL NFL's doing their first game there uh yeah. next year, I believe. So, I mean you get after, you so. get these guys, you get these guys that win from other countries, it, it's just gonna bring more money to those countries, it's gonna bring more fans. It's good when you have different champs, when you have up and comers like that. I'm not saying Ilya's an up and comer, obviously he's a fucking champ now, but now you now you're gonna have UFC pay per view in Spain. All <laughs> these be- billion dollars. All these businesses, I'm telling you, this is why the NFL, the NBA, the UFC, they're smart. Like Dana White probably looked and, you know, business-wise, you know, as a Dana White fan, he's thinking only about the business. He probably yeah. loved it after the fact with the Spain entity, and now you could build off that. And NFL's trying to go Europe. NFL's trying to have more Europe. They have a – oh, as I look at – dude, I'm telling you, this couldn't happen perfect time. I'm watching uh, WWE Raw right now. Michael Chandler right now is on the screen at – WWE Raw with a microphone and he's talking. I don't know what he's saying because it's on mute, but I'll watch it after. He's doing a full promo right now. That is so crazy. It it just makes sense that we're talking about UFC and how they're taking it to that next level. And now I'm watching Raw and this man's doing a yelling into the mic. I can't wait to watch it right after. He's calling somebody out or talking about something. Probably calling out Connor. He's oh, he's going in. His veins are pop- wow. That's this is sick. Uh, whatever he's saying is getting the crowd hype. So the UFC WWE cross is happening. It's in full effect. That just happened, obviously, in the in the in the winter fall. Officially, that deal just went down with TKO. They're gonna integrate T, uh, UFC and WWE. And no matter what you have to say about pro wrestling, it doesn't matter. It's entertainment, and it also sell, and it's a billion dollar industry. So. Whatever right. your thoughts are, it doesn't that's, matter. It's entertaining, and that's what we all care about. We want entertainment. Yep. The Rock coming back, all these things, WrestleMania, 
we're literally talking about how UFC. I got I got a new is, favorite is wrestler too. To the next level, it's crazy. Who? That former LSU soccer player. I don't know her name. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Parker. Her last name is yeah. She's uh yeah, Miss Parker. Yeah, Miss Parker. She's uh yeah. she's uh next. on the lower level uh, NXT, but she'll probably be called up with all her. Yeah. And if you have a social media buzz, they'll call you up and give you a chance because uh, yeah. if you could sell some tickets and you could sell some eyeballs. Next. You'll definitely give a chance. That's funny. Next pay per view is stacked. It's in right in our right in our backyard. <laughs> well, your backyard. My former Miami, Miami. Yeah, it's in Miami at the Caseya Center. Main event Who's is my, Cheeto main Vera. Event? Cheeto Vera, Sean O'Malley. You get Sean O'Malley in, in Miami, man. It's Box it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. You know, there, uh, there's some other good fights. We finally got the main event for UFC 300. It's going to be Alex Bolton, Pajeda, and Jamal Hill. That's going to be a stat card. The Bronx is on it. There's there's a lot of good fighters on on that. It's going to be in Vegas, but I mean. Like I say, every fucking episode that we talk about UFC, man, the UFC is just a gift that keeps on giving. So I'm yeah. hype about that. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, UFC, it, uh, just to hear, <clears throat> and they've had documentaries and they have things about it, just to watch how UFC has developed. And Joe Rogan talks about it on his podcast, how, you know, when they start, first started the UFC, that they had eye pokes and everything legal, people dressed in their Yeah, there was garb. no rules. Like, there was There's no, no rules. rules. People dressed in shoes and had it, had their own like geese on. People fighting different and, weight classes. Yeah, no, it all evolved. And and obviously boxing and there's so many politics between combat sports in every state. So they had to fight and claw. It wasn't just given to UFC. They had to earn their right. I, I mean, just up until what five years ago or three years ago, they couldn't I, fight in dude, UFC. COVID, uh, in, in, COVID in, in, changed. UFC, UFC couldn't have fights in Madison Square Garden, New York City, because that's where boxing was king, you know? And then yeah. you mean to say you're going to take away? So there's a lot of politics and, you know, probably a lot of you know, money yeah. being thrown under the table, a lot of corruption, and that's what they say. But the fact that UFC is here and it's 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 now becoming it's global and now partner up with WWE, that's the one thing yeah. that WWE doesn't do is fail. When, so when these COVID motherfuckers started, are ready to go. Awesome. And the UFC was the only thing, the only sport really that people could watch because they were testing all their fighters and they were doing it all in the apex in Vegas and they didn't have no fans. And you can hear every single strike. Yeah. That, that was, was amazing. That was amazing. So UFC was I the think, only thing putting on live events during COVID. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the few things sports wise that COVID did better for for sports. It, it really launched yeah. the UFC into a different oh, yeah. spectrum. And they, uh, they, I do uh, respect Dana White because he went on interviews uh, as a businessman and, and talked about how out of every industry that there was going through COVID, we didn't let off a single person employee-wise. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't let go of people to, to save money and, and whatever. They, they stuck with their employees and, and, and they fought through and they, they lost money. And you got to respect that as a, as a, as a company. And they knew where this industry and, and their company was going in the long haul. And they said, Hey, we'll get through this. We'll figure it out. We're not firing anybody. Uh, you know, uh, you got to respect that as, as a, the, the face and, and the businessman uh, behind the scenes. And, and I, that's, yeah, this one. Did you see this? I still don't know if this is a work. You are a philosopher, the way you do business, the way you, uh, conduct your business and your friendship like Harrington in the media is uh I'm, I'm jealous 
And but Dana, I can't thank you enough for being here. And thank you for all the kind words. I appreciate it. I, I am so fucking tired of doing podcasts. It's I, I'm literally done with them. I'm not doing any more podcasts. <laughs> Bro, there's I don't still understand no, this stuff. Bro, there's still no official word that I've seen that <laughs> How he's fake or not. I have no idea what's going on. And Dana White isn't somebody. Somebody commented, or I seen a comment like Dana White's not going to do this for like a, an, a work or like some like type of man viral you. thing. He's not like that. He doesn't. He's not going to go viral just because. So I, uh, it could have been real, but it's funny because the week before that or that same week, he was on Pat McAfee's show and he goes, "I love doing podcasts. I love doing certain shows." Obviously, that maybe yeah. Howie Mandel is a comedian and he tends to ruffle feathers a little bit and he's a little quirky in his in his uh in his personality so it could have been real but dana man he's a savage let's wrap it up he on really ufc is. though so we could uh get into one yeah other no uh, that, that's, that's pretty much just ufc 299 in miami march 9th i think stat card so i'm hyped yeah. for that and then 300 april 13th yeah i gotta write that down in my uh my planner so i make sure i clear my uh my schedule for that. Uh, one thing I did uh, last week, we mentioned it. Uh, Kanye West put out an album with Ty Dolla Sign Vultures One and Vultures Two is I didn't know is coming out in full three weeks. I think March something March yeah in three weeks. So I gave it a listen at the gym on Thursday, and I'll be honest, I haven't been able to. I don't listen to music like I used to. I'm pretty much podcast. 98 99 people big tea, but they can women just go fall out the sky, you know. Bro, I'm I, I, I listen into it. I listen to it back to back days at the gym, and I don't listen to music when I'm at the gym unless I need a little boost. Listen to it at the gym back to back days, and then I listen to it at the camping. Uh put it on the speaker. I showed Drew, he messed with the album, showed Bree on the way there. She loved the album so. There's a man, Kanye West, and it's the highest streaming. Oh, let me see those stats. Yeah. Let me read them off so real gonna, quick. Oh, you, you good? Right. No, you good. Right. So, graphic. Vultures ends the week as one of the most successful rap debuts of the decade. Biggest sales week of 2024. Kanye West's 11th number one album. Ty Dolla Sign's first number one album. Biggest sales week of Ty's career. First number one independent album of the decade. 11th biggest Spotify opening week of all time. Number one in 110 plus countries on Apple Music. Most number ones ever for a collab album on Apple Music. 109. Carnival is Kanye's biggest streaming week over week ever for a song on Spotify, 33 minutes. Carnival will be his highest charting single in 15 years. Wow. Higher average streams per track than Donda, 16 minutes. 20 million plus in Yeezy merchandise sold. All after all after missing a day of tracking. So Dude, the reason they why to I believe Kanye, yeah, they, they tried try to, to cancel. And that's why it's, it's one he of the did it to himself, comebacks. to be honest. Yeah, no, of course it's all self-inflicted, mostly self-inflicted. But uh, he knows what he's doing, R though. He does that shit on purpose. Uh, the one thing about art and being the best at your craft, um, Kanye, at his state of his career uh, as a rapper, might not be the best, and that's not what this album is for. Uh, he puts people. Uh, in a in, in his songs, Ty Dolla Sign is beautiful, and, and I, it's weird to hear to say the word beautiful on this album because I love Ty Dolla Signs. I love his, I love all of his music. I think he uh, sonically, 
He's yeah, so pleasing uh, auto, uh, audibly um, on, on tracks. And it just makes sense for like, just like um, a few, there's a few artists that make sense on with Kanye West, like Kate Cuddy, uh, like a young thug. There's, there's certain artists that just make sense with Kanye and Ty Dolla $ign is definitely not somebody I saw uh, being on, uh, you know, part uh, a tag team partner with Kanye and it, Oh my God, it, it works out so beautifully. And uh, there's so many songs on that album that are good. Um, that Carnival song I looked into, they, um, uh, I think the, one of the reasons why it went uh, so big is globally, uh, he has the Inter Milan, which is an Italian club in soccer. Their chant is uh, that go, 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 go. And he recorded the actual fans, <coughs> excuse me, that do that, that chant. He recorded it live to get that. And, uh, that's one thing about Kanye is production wise. Yeah, no, he had, never, a, he had a lot never of samples. Stiff you. Yeah, he'll never. He had a lot one of them samples got banned. On one of them got copywritten, so he couldn't and put it was, out. Which uh, about his mom? It, it it felt like there was a lot of things that sounded like some of his old shit from, mm. from some of his old albums too. There was a, there was I, a I few caught. songs that I was like, wait, that sounds like Wolves. Yeah, wait, that sounds yeah. like like the yep. the Yay album. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a few of those, which I yep. liked it that it wasn't like almost identical, but it touched on it. A lot of songs mm-hmm. was like a blast in the past. It was very, right. very well done. And um, just when we thought Kanye wasn't, oh, I love the Mike Tyson. Did you hear the Mike Tyson sample? So what I think part? it. I think so. There was um, I forgot what song it's on. It could have been Carnival, one of those popular songs. But Mike Tyson, there's a clip, and I, I'm pretty sure it's from the Joe Rogan podcast. I could be wrong. Um, he talks about like, hey, of course Kanye sounds like a crazy person. Of oh course yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. leaders are crazy, yeah, and then at yeah. the end, he put the clip from when he did "I'm a God." I love yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that was that, that was a great yeah. sample. Um, I think I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like really I said, I'm pretty sure that. he said it on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, last time he was on. Uh, but I could be wrong. He did he did say that on a podcast. That that's for sure. Um, yeah, if you haven't listened to Ye's new album Vultures One, definitely listen to it. It's one of those. Yeet's um, album is good too. I know a lot of people don't like Yeet, but mm. Yeet's album's pretty good. Yeah, I've been bumping too Yeet's album too. Yeah, listen to Yeet's album; it's pretty good. I, I can't open myself up to new artists at this point unless it gets shown in front of me because I Yeet at the Yeet. Yeah, Look, I just can't. Open Yeet at the gym, up. undefeated. All right, I'll, I'll give it a undefeated. chance. I'll go to the gym tomorrow and listen to it. I'll give it a chance. Um, One last thing. Anything? Want, yeah, go ahead. Shout out to anything about topics you want. Yep. Before I'll share a few videos. We're, we're almost a minute, an hour, 20. Yeah, good. Hey, so we're, we're on our own time, brother. Yes, sir. Chat GPT launched Sora this past week. If you guys don't know what Chat GPT is, it's an AI generated chat. You can type whatever into it, it'll chat back to you it keeps the conversation going you don't have to go back to what you said at the beginning it keeps it going like if you're talking to a human it's one of the best things i've i copy and pasted my resume onto chat gpt and i was like fix this up for me and it changed words for it it changed the order of things i was like okay thank you now make this more to stand out more for sales position jobs and it did that for me I was like, change the wording on this, change this, this and that. And no. it did it all for me. And that's just one of the few things it could do. If you need help with, I mean, with whatever you could, it could write a paper for you. It could, it could help you with whatever you have going on. I think AI is one of the most insane things. And 
the only thing that I'm worried about is just how fast it's advancing because there's so many people using it. And I think it is good because more people using it, the better it's going to get. But at the same time, we don't want it to get too advanced because there's way too many movies out there that we've seen with supercomputers, we've seen with robots, we've seen with, you know, whatever the case may be about shit getting too advanced, taking over the world, taking over humans, whatever the case may be. And I love, I haven't really messed with it yet, but I'm going to check it out. I've seen a lot of videos on Twitter. Sora, you can literally type into it and it will generate a video. So this is a thread. These are all artificial intelligent videos. None of these videos are real. They're just generated by a software. And they all look legit. And this was 24 hours from it started. So this tweet was February 16th. So just a few days ago. This is one of them. Okay. They, they just typed in Tabby Cat running through the the woods or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of see, if you look into it closely, you can kind of see, you know, the background and how things look and whatever it's, you can see it's a little generated, but I mean, dude, that looks crisp. That looks like it was shot on the newest iPhone or on a nice camera. That's clean, crisp. Yeah. To the that's point. crazy that none of that's Pretty real. Legit. That's one of them. Sick. This is another one. An insanely detailed video of a woman's eye blinking generated with AI using Sora. Like, not, bro. No, wait, none, none of it is real? Even the, the person? No. None of it is real, bro. It's all generated by artificial wow. intelligence. It's so, That's so scary. A space movie trailer generated by Sora. So this is a trailer for a space movie. Yeah, man. I mean, that's where we are. That's where we're at in technology. And we call it scary now, but the same people that thought television was scary, the same people that thought social media was scary, there's going to be good and bad of it. And um, it always turns out that it's always more good than bad. A A futuristic city in harmony. That's sick. One thing they haven't they haven't figured out is uh the movie writing and quality hasn't hasn't gone up. Where like movies are still down. They're only doing um sequels and remakes these days and uh things yeah. that are based on history. Like you know, like look at look at look at Barbie, look at Oppenheimer, they're always going back to what what worked at one point. So uh as a movie buff that I guess I call myself a little bit because I, I am very big on movies. Um Movies and shows are, are very down these days, huh? So we'll see if AI, maybe AI takes all these writers' jobs and create so, better movies and shows. Prompt, a stylish woman walks down Tokyo Street filled with warm... So this is what someone wrote. Oh, hold on. This is what someone wrote into the the generator. A stylish woman walks down a Tokyo street filled with warm, glowing neon and animated scene city signage. She wears black leather jacket, long red dress, and black boots and carries a black purse, wears sunglasses and red lipstick. So you can be descriptive as you want, and it'll do its best yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, And this is what it came up with. Yeah. Dog. Are you Even kidding the refle- me? The reflections in the water and all Bro, that. Bro. It's funny because all the, all the AI pictures now, I see uh, social media accounts. Whenever they make a post, they post, uh, obviously, according to what they're saying, they'll post like an AI picture of like 
for example, I've seen like Florida Panthers are the first team to do X, Y, and Z. And they'll do, instead of taking copy, copying, pasting a, a picture from another source, they'll AI generate it. But it's funny because mm-hmm. they, they don't, AI doesn't have like the, well, certain AI for pictures don't have the fingers figured out. So that's how you know yeah, it's yeah. AI generated. But like things will evolve obviously quickly. It's just funny how like little, you could tell sometimes when it's AI generated like a picture. But yeah, it's scary because yeah. it's like, uh, well, it's actually, you know who's it not scary for? Look at this. Uh, celebrities. In the snow, and, dog. Celebrities and shit. How many times do we, how how many times will we will see videos, photos, and audio of a celebrity saying the wrong thing, doing the right thing? Nowadays, now you might get away with, hey, that wasn't me. That was somebody AI created that. Yeah, that is You true. know what I mean? Like, you might have that in your back pocket of like, like people, I think uh, Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. There's so many Joe Rogan podcasts of AI of like he has so many hours of conversation. So you put his voice and you could spit that out. He's he has said every single word known to man yeah, on his podcast for twelve hundred episodes. So like you could easily AI that. So to the point where if anything controversial comes out about Joe Rogan, he could be like, I didn't say that, whether he did or not. It's just like another thing where it's like we're not going to know what's real, what's not real. That's yeah. actually we should, we should probably stop that conversation because I'll add that to the list for talking about next week because I could go off on another yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, any yeah, shout outs you got show. for? Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate um, that. Any shout outs you got? I know one shout out you should have. Shout out Mike. Family it was West. Mike's birthday uh, on Valentine's Day. I'm hyped about that. Although he was sick, man. What's this poor guy one? gets sick. What? Soccer player. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I guess we could talk about it. Let me finish, Mike. It was it was on social media. Of course, you could talk. about it. I know, it. I know. His his, his forty-first birthday. Poor poor dude, man. He gets sick on his birthday every year. He was feeling a little bit better on his birthday. We, you know, he he was off from work. We went out. I didn't have work until like five that night, so we went out around the town, had a few drinks Shout at the Mike. bar. You know, old man. Did did our thing. So yeah, and then so happy birthday, Mike. And then, man, Gabby. Gabby Cruz, awesome. Charlie Dennis. They're about to welcome a baby. You know, we're hyped for it. She posted it. I knew, I want to say. That's going to be a good looking, good looking lad. Whether it's a, a yeah, male or a female, yeah. it's going to look good, good looking, looking lad. baby, man. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited for that. That's uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. cool, man. I'm, I'm really hyped for that. And we'll, we'll see how that goes. I'm, Let's get I really Charlie on no the pod. She's about to start. Yeah. So we got to get him on that yeah. ASAP. Yeah, no, shout out Gabby. Gabby going to be a mom. That's crazy. That's, That's fucking awesome. crazy, man. Yeah, I'm happy Congrats. for them. Good shit. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I definitely wanted to mention that shit. <laughs> yeah, I had it. I've been so busy this weekend. I went to like, I went to comment or post or like at least DM, but I didn't have a chance. I'll go back and do it. But uh, no sh- real shout outs from me. Um, other than, I'll, yeah, I'll be at the Panthers game. So some content coming there. Uh, yeah, we have. We have to get some people on. Uh, we got to do it because I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing just our voices, but we're trying to become pretty good at this thing. So we are uh, using this time post NFL season post, you know, there's not much sports going on. So this is the times that we could kind of get into some content that I think we could have some good discussions and stuff like that. So uh, we don't want to, we don't want to force any guests on. So if we over promise and under deliver, we apologize, but we, we know when we have a guest on, it's not going to be because, uh, 
they they were obligated to feel like they needed to be on or it's just genuine. So sometimes these things take time. So we'll uh, we'll, yeah. we'll do our best to have somebody on uh, next week, like I said again, and uh, keep it rolling. Anything? Uh, any Absolutely. last words for episode one thirteen, brother? No, just like, comment, subscribe, repost. Anything you can do yeah. to to help us out is is much appreciated. I was trying to make some some merch, but it didn't work out how I wanted it to. So we're trying to figure that out in the in the next yeah. week or two. See see where we can get we'll it. go through the process. More quality, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. Love it. That's uh, it. For That's episode. One thirteen. Thanks for everyone that commented, uh, tuned in, that watched. Yes, a lot of people. We appreciate that. So always, always. Uh, if you don't, you know, if you want to send uh, this podcast to your friend or family members, we appreciate it. Tell them to subscribe and like. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, same time, Monday nights, every single week for episode uh, one thirteen of Desk Squad for Osama. Enter the lab, exit the lab. Peace. One.